listening to the Save the Marriage podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Hey, this is Lee Bauckham. Welcome to the Save the Marriage podcast. This is the podcast, the original podcast designed to help you save your relationship, save your marriage, no matter what's going on in it. I've been doing this podcast now since 2013. We're over 350 episodes in, over 3 million downloads around the world. And I keep doing it because I want you to save your relationship. I want you to have the chance to save your marriage and create the marriage that you've always dreamed about. Today, I'll be answering more of a question submitted by a listener. We've been doing that lately. I wanted to make sure that I cover your questions, the listener questions. Today, it's about apology letters. What happens when it doesn't get the foothold you think? What does that mean? We're going to be talking about that. It's kind of amazing to think about. We've been doing this now for seven years, but I've been on the internet since 2000. In fact, in 1999, my website first went up. I was thinking about it just last month. There we were 20 years later. I was talking to my wife about this. We're sitting there watching TV, and I said, you know, I can't believe it. This is it. This is like 20 years later. What happens? So I remember it was that Christmas time. My kids were young, very young, and we were getting ready to head to our families for the holidays. So I finished putting the website up. I had created this program before that, and the website went live. And I literally closed up my laptop. And when I say laptop, I'm talking about probably a 30-pound behemoth that had a handle. That's what made it a laptop and a portable screen. And we put it in the car and we packed up and drove 10 hours to my in-law's house. And when we got there, I went into their big island in their kitchen and I unplugged the phone from the wall and ran a line to my computer and punched a few keys and hoped that it would connect across their phone lines to my internet provider at that time. It did. It rang up and suddenly there it was, my first sale. Why did that sale happen? For the same reason that you're here. Somebody then wanted to save their relationship and I wanted to be a part of it. I've been doing that work now with people around the world for 20 years on the internet, but I was already 10 years into it before I even created the program. My reason is because I'm committed to helping you save your marriage. My reason for that is because I've seen the damage done both in my professional life and my personal life, watching my cousins who grew up in broken homes suffer through that and see the damage done by that. And so I committed myself long ago to helping people find not just a way to avoid divorce, not just a way to limp through life in a relationship, but how to get to the relationship that you and your spouse would want to treasure and protect. That's what I keep doing every day. I keep waking up to emails of people wanting help, to coaching questions, to people who are there because they are just as committed to saving their marriage as I am committed to helping you do that. That's the roots of my system. Here it is, a complete system that is affordable by anybody who really wants to save their relationship and one that is far more powerful than some of the ones that are even 10, 20 times as expensive. Why do I do it? Because I'm committed to you saving your relationship. You're here because of that same reason. So lately, I've been taking those questions from listeners. Today is one of those from Chris. 
And I'll be answering Chris's question because I know that you, the listener, has the question that needs to be answered for others, but I'm looking for the Goldilocks question. What does that mean? Well, Goldilocks question means it's just right. If you've got a really super specific question, it probably only applies to you and your situation. That's a coaching question. We can still get help for that. But it probably doesn't need to be broadcast around the world. But then there are those questions that are so broad that I created a program for that. That's the Save the Marriage system. If you're asking, how do I even start saving my marriage? Or what does it mean to save a relationship? Or why did our relationship get into trouble in the first place? Well, you probably need the system to figure that out. That's what it's there for. So let's jump into today's content. So Chris writes in and says, for over 18 months now, I've been trying to get what was once a beautiful, soulful connection back. Is it time to give up when the apology letter is not acknowledged, spoken about, or discussed in any way? Okay, so let's just kind of break this down a little bit. What is this apology letter? Well, I've been using the apology letter formula for 20 years with different people. Uh, I'd formulated it before that, but have been really using it with coaching clients for those 20 years. And I talk about it in the Save the Marriage System in the Down and Dirty Guide. I kind of tell you that it's an important thing to do. Now, in that program, I can't give full directions. Uh, And so I tell you an important part, and I'll tell you that there are lots of people who are natural apologizers, so it comes kind of naturally for them. Others need more help, and I've got more help for that. I can tell you about that at the end of this podcast, but for right now, let's just talk about the purpose of the apology letter. Now, let me tell you what the purpose is not. The purpose is not to get a response. You don't write an apology letter because you want a response from your spouse. That's not the purpose of it. So if they don't respond, that's fine. That was never the purpose anyway. It's not about getting a response. It's not about even suddenly turning things around. A lot of people think that an apology letter should be like a magic formula. You know, if you just do it right, then everything's going to turn around. It's not. It's part of a process part of a process. It creates a rebuild point. Think about it as if you're kind of trying to dig a foundation for a house and and you keep building it on loose soil. And so you keep stacking things up and you, you try to create a cornerstone and it kind of flops over and it starts moving around. It's just not solid. So you're trying to find that solid base. And sometimes you have to dig down a bit to do that. You have to dig through the loose soil. You have to dig through the trash, the yucky stuff that's been built up on that area to get to solid rock. So sometimes you have to dig down pretty deep. But once you hit solid rock, now you have something to build from. A lot of times what I watch is as people are trying to save their relationship, they're really building it on trash because there's so much resentment and so much hurt that's happened in a relationship. And they basically want to say, yeah, yeah, forget that. Let's just build on this. Let's just start from here. Now, I will tell you that as a therapist, many times I'm telling people that you are where you are. This is a starting point. So accept it set as a starting point and let's move forward. But you can't do that with a spouse who's not ready to do that, not wanting, not looking to do that. You have to start getting rid of the trash in the way. There is a substantial difference between apologizing and forgiving. So you can look back on what your spouse did without an apology and forgive. But don't 
expect that a spouse is suddenly going to be doing the same thing. And so we're creating that foundation. We're digging down to create that platform to build from. And you got to dig through some dirt to get there. You got to dig through the trash to get there. That's what that apology letter is meant to do. It's about finding a rebuild point to start from. Part of what it does is it helps deal with the anger and resentment that is likely to have built up over time. Very few relationships falter without there being anger and resentment built up. I mean, a lot of times people say, well, I'm just numb, right? I don't feel anything. But when I talk a little bit further, it's not that there's no feeling. It's that all of the feelings they have are negative, deeply seated resentment and anger. So when they're telling me they feel nothing through clenched teeth, I don't necessarily believe that. So what you're trying to do is clear out that anger and resentment. So we need to track back a little bit. So what is resentment? Well, when anger is not addressed, resentment becomes a systemic poison. If you think of anger as a specific point, then when that's not treated, it spreads around and becomes very systemic and widespread. So the resentment is deep-seated anger that doesn't have anywhere to go. So what is anger? Well, anger is the outward expression of hurt. When somebody hurts our feelings or hurts us, our initial response is often anger. And if it's not addressed, it becomes resentment. So we now fold back two steps away from the resentment that's built up over time and we land on anger back one more step and we land on hurt. The purpose of the apology letter is to help heal the hurt. See, a lot of times people try to get rid of the anger. A lot of times people are like, just let go of the resentment. And what they don't realize is that behind all of that, buried beneath all of that, is a layer of hurt that when it's never addressed keeps fueling the anger, which keeps fueling the resentment. And so the apology letter is our chance to drop back and address the hurt that is there instead of continuing to respond to the anger. Whenever there's anger, we tend to react with our own anger, react with our own resentment. But if we can approach the hurt, there's a place that can be healed from that. So if that's the case, if really what we're trying to do is find a rebuild point and deal with that hurt underneath it all, then the response to the letter equals zero to your actions. Let me say that more clearly. Whatever the reaction, it shouldn't change much of your plan to save your relationship. So let's say that you've written this well-created letter and it gets no response. Was it a waste? No, because you weren't looking for a response. You were trying to create a beginning point. You were trying to create a place where you could start the rebuild. So no response doesn't mean anything to your overall plan. Now, there are a couple of reasons that you might get not much response. The first one is that it can really take some time for that apology to filter down. There are a couple of reasons why. One is when we apologize, the other person wants us to change. Let me say that again. If there is no change, there is no apology. And so even though we kind of 
know that, right? If I, if I apologize to you for doing something and then I do it again tomorrow and I apologize for doing something and I do it again the next day and I apologize for doing that and then I do it the next day, there is no apology. After a while, you're like, yeah, your apology means nothing to me. Why does it mean nothing? Because there was no change to back it up. And so one of the things that can take time is the other person is, is asking a question, is there really going to be any change? Because if there's not going to be any change, I'm not going to accept your apology. If there is no change, the apology is an attempt to manipulate or an attempt to quiet down the person who is upset. That's it. So instead, what we're looking for is an apology followed by change. That's whenever somebody apologizes to me, I can accept the apology, but I'm still looking to see has something changed. And so that can take some time. First, it can take some time for the, the anger to subside back to hurt, the hurt to be addressed by your letter, and that filter through. It can also take some time for the person to see that you're actually changing into the person that would not need to apologize again for whatever it was in that letter. So that can take some time. The second thing is to understand that when there's zero response, the effect really doesn't require any response anyway. Years ago, I had a, a, a kind of a mentor when I was a young person as a magician. Uh, he was a professional magician, but he had one kind of Achilles heel, and that was his alcoholism. And many times uh, he would end up being drunk around me when I was at an event. And years later, he wrote me a letter and he basically said, hey, I just want to apologize for that. I'm sober now. And I just want you to know how regretful I am for what happened then. You don't need to reply. You don't need to respond. And I found that to be interesting to reflect on the fact that whatever was needed in there was done in that letter, right? There was no response. In fact, if he had asked for a response, right, it was kind of pulling me into somewhere that I didn't have a choice about. So many times we have to recognize that we have to write an apology letter or make an apology and let loose of it, not waiting to see, not kind of waiting to the side to see what the action is, to what the response is, but to just let it be, let the other person have that opportunity of just holding on to that. It's much more powerful when we're not kind of looking and saying, hey, so, so what'd you think? You know, what'd you think of my letter? And how do you feel about that? If we let it go, it gains power because it's no longer seen as any level of manipulation. It's only a response of what we want to have happen to be forgiven. So the third thing to remember is it is just a part of the process. Sometimes people hear me talking about an apology letter and they think it is going to be the turning point in the process. And sometimes it is. But we need to focus on it being a part of the process. Not the part of the process, but a part of the process. It's just another piece, the cog of your plan. It just needs to be one piece of it. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking with a client who I asked about the plan, and the plan was simply to write the apology letter. And I said, that's not sufficient. Number one, there's no change that's happening on your place on your part, that's going to change and fit into that apology letter. Number two, there's still no connection coming from you. You're just trying to do this one thing. And sometimes we get into a wishful thinking that there is a sudden moment in time or some action that we do, something that we do that suddenly changes everything, even if it's been years of buildup. 
even if there's been years of disconnection and hurt and also of kind of moving in maladaptive ways, we just think, oh, this will undo it all. It's like there's something magical about the apology letter instead of seeing that it is just a part of the process. So back to your letter. It says, is it time to give up when the apology letter is not acknowledged, spoken about, or discussed in any way? Absolutely not. It's just simply not important. You still don't know what responses happen underneath. So let's get a little bit back into this apology letter. So there are some things that are very important about it. One thing that's very important as you're writing your apology letter is it has to be free from any action or attempts to motivate the person to action. In other words, you're not trying to convince the person to work on the relationship. You're simply asking for them to forgive you. You're not trying to draw them in. And many times what I see people do is they do a very good job of writing a lot of the apology. And at the other end, they spend a lot of time at the very end of that letter trying to convince the person to work on it, trying to convince the other person to come back in. And so it doesn't feel like an apology as much as a manipulation. So be very careful with your apology letter that the apology letter is just that, an apology letter. The other thing that's very important about the apology letter is that it needs to be thorough. Sometimes I see people who kind of make a quick list, just rapid fire, one thing after another, and they may list a lot of things, but they don't let the person know why you're sorry. Now, let's talk about the difference between um, an explanation and an excuse, because this is a very important cornerstone, I think. An explanation and excuse. Many times we think that we are explaining why we did something, and it feels a lot like an excuse to the person who's hearing it. So the difference between explanation and excuse is the difference between who's saying it and who's hearing it, with one exception. You can explain what you are apologizing for. Be very careful when you're trying to explain why you did it, because the why part often will feel either like excuse or blame. You need to acknowledge what you did and explain what that was about, but you are on, let's say, thin ice when you try to explain why you did it or explaining away why you shouldn't be blamed for it. An apology letter is an acknowledgement that you did something wrong and that you need to turn that around. So don't see it just as a simple list and certainly not as an excuse. Okay, so those are kind of the responses I wanted to make about this. So the importance of an apology letter, it is very important, very important in the overall process. It is not the process. It is not a magical formula. But if you need more guidance, I do discuss the Save the Marriage apology letter in the down and dirty guy that's part of the save the marriage system. And if you go, you know what? No, I really want to make this matter because it really is an important part of this process. Then we have some extensive training that's in the VIP program. The VIP program is a a little higher level. It's for people who say, you know what? I'm either needing more help or I'm really serious about this. For a lot of people, they're like, okay, I've got the system and you know, our, our problems weren't quite so severe, so this takes care of it, or I'm really good at do-it-yourself, figuring it out, connecting the dots. But then some people are 
asking for more, right? They want to step it up. Either they're really going to take this seriously or they really know that there are some deep-seated issues that really need extra help. That's what the VIP program is about. It's a virtual coaching program. So we have a conference call where I answer your questions of where you're stuck. I also give you training every single week and have a number of tools available for you to help, including the apology letter formula. I include those in the tools of connection. All the tools of connection are designed so that you don't create pushback, but you create connection. So it's connection without pulling. It allows you to honor space. And part of that is the apology letter training. Now it's four different trainings from the basic letter to the mistakes you want to avoid to the best practices to how to really make this effective. If that's of interest to you and you have the Save the Marriage system, you can go to um, savethemarriage.com slash VIP. That's VIP, small letters, VIP, which stands for Virtual Intensive Program. But you're also a very important person, so I hope you'll take that in too. If you don't have the system, that's the starting point. And by the way, when you grab the system right now, I offer you a free week of VIP, including access to that apology letter formula. So go to savethemarriage.com, and when I offer the free week to you, all you have to do is accept it. You either have to accept it or turn it down, so just accept it. Get that free week. Use that to really drill down and get your apology letter going. The big thing to remember is, yes, the apology letter is incredibly important, but no. It is not the magic formula. It's just part of the process and part of your plan to save your marriage. As you continue to work, know that we're here for you. We offer coaching and other services that can help you make sure that you get to where you want to be, which is the marriage you both will treasure and protect. This is Lee Balk. I'm wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage listening to Save the Marriage podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.